Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The lights are out. Hurry, get to the lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Free throw up, no good on the second. Kaminga gets it, goes up, big shot, good! Kaminga in traffic, knocked it in, they get a three-point play. They cut the Brooklyn lead in half. Harden down the lane, rejected! Kaminga with a block, came out of nowhere! Harden says, who is that? <laughs> who indeed? Who is that man flying through the air? It's Jonathan Kaminga. The Warriors did a great job. I tried to tell you about him. I mean, I tried to tell you. When everyone was saying before the draft, ah, oh, he's so raw, furthest away from contributing, I was like, I, I, don't, I don't think that's right. I watched him. He, th- there are things about him that the word raw, yeah, it sort of fits, but it's not what we usually mean. And so everyone calling him raw before the draft, it was misleading. He's raw in that, you know, figuring out how to play within a team concept on an advanced level is going to take time. And in fact, as much as I love Jonathan Kaminga, I wasn't sure how quickly he'd be able to thrive as a role player. Because going from a guy who's been, you know, A, if not the center of attention your whole short basketball life, to being just a guy. A guy who, in fact, to get on the court is going to have to do the hustle things. Going to have to make the dirty work plays. Going to have to play defense. But so far, my goodness. Just, it's as good as you could have hoped. For a 19-year-old, just 19. I mean, he's like 19 in a month. And the energy he can bring. I mean, not only is it fantastic, because it, it... you can see the flashes of, of future greatness, and you can also see the impact right now. I mean, it's everything you want from a high draft pick, but also, I, and maybe I'm overdoing it, but, you know, James Wiseman's coming back. Noted. Great. We'll see y'all soon. And James Wiseman last year kind of wasn't given the opportunity that Kaminga has now, which is to say the opportunity to start slow. And it just gives me a lot of faith about the way the Warriors are handling this whole situation. So I'm feeling really good after tonight about Jonathan Kaminga and about just about everything else. And I want to hear from you. 888-957-9570, the number, Warrior fans. And and I'm wondering, after after a really good win against a pretty good Nets team, even with all their injuries and issues, pretty good team, Warriors... Largely in control throughout, but certainly when they extended the lead in the third quarter with that run, that was basically all she wrote. A convincing win. 
Kevin Durant minus 24 on the night. Fantastic stuff from the Warriors. And I'm wondering, coming out of this game, what's the thing that got you most excited? Was it Stephen Curry and the 37-point performance? I mean, 37 points on 19 shots? Quit it. He had some downright rude three-pointers tonight. 9 of 14 from three for Steph. And just doing mean stuff. Was it Andrew Wiggins again looking aggressive? And again, when the team was sort of in a lull, when it looked like it had a chance to get away from him, there was Andrew Wiggins attacking the rim and making plays. Was it Jonathan Kaminga? 19 minutes tonight for the kid. 19 minutes for the 19-year-old. 7.6 boards, an assist, a block. And it gets a little goofy at times, sure. He's 19. He gets a little out of control at times, but in general, the way he has been able to fit in and the way he's been able to not... He doesn't do dumb stuff. You know, look, part of the part of the battle with Jordan Poole, and, and I think it's going to be an ongoing battle for a little while, is he still occasionally likes to do dumb stuff. He favors the crazy pass. He favors the, I mean, we got a nice little bit of audio of Steve Kerr talking to Jordan Poole after that pull-up three tonight. I don't know if you guys caught that because you're listening to the radio broadcast. Sam, did you see that on the, the, on the TNT broadcast? Did you see the the Steve Kerr talking to Jordan Poole? I unfortunately missed that part. No. See if we can find it on the internet somewhere, like the you know in the TNT audio tracks or whatever the hell they call it. It was really interesting because it was a few minutes after Jordan Poole, and it was the first quarter, and he dribbled down the floor and without a single pass pulled up from about five or seven feet behind the three-point line and clanked it. I tried. (laughs) Yeah. And TNT got, I don't know if they had Steve mic'd up or Jordan, but they got Steve saying to him, like, listen, we want you shooting all the open jumpers. I I love that you're aggressive. This is all great. The only thing is, like, maybe move it around a little bit before we go pulling 30 footers with 20 seconds left on the shot clock. I mean, it's not... Look, I'm sure they're at a level Jordan Poole knows this, but he's a confident kid, he likes his jumper, and he thought he had a good look. <laughs> My point is just, like, Jordan's going to be battling those things on both ends. He he makes equally boneheaded plays defensively sometimes. It's not to question his effort or his ability... It's just to say you are you're battling that with Jordan Poole. You know, you're battling the silly stuff. And so far, Kaminga, again, especially for a 19-year-old, especially for a 19-year-old who's relatively young in the game of basketball, this it's just so impressive to see him fit in, to see him be, you know, such a willing passer. Just a guy who who is seemingly enthusiastic to play a role that, you know, at a certain level is beneath him. Like his talent, 
most guys like this go to bad teams where they get a lot of opportunity. And he's in a unique situation. And he's taking advantage of it by showing he can earn opportunity doing the things that in the long run, you know, though, being a willing passer and an enthusiastic defender, that's all helpful. But those are not the things that are going to determine whether Jonathan Kaminga is a star in the long run. They are the things that will determine whether he is a really useful part of this team this year. 510 Texter says, Kaminga moves his feet well on defense. As long as he doesn't make too many mistakes on the offensive end, he'll get time on the floor, and that's it. He doesn't make bad plays, plays hard on defense, moves his feet, stays in front of guys. Had that help side block tonight on Harden that was, you know, we played the highlight of that was a really nice defensive play from the help side. And he's athletic enough to stay in front of most guys. So what excited you the most about tonight's win? I mean, it was a pretty exciting win. Really competitive first half. And then that champion-style third quarter. I talked about this a lot back in the championship days. That that championship-style third quarter, that's, that's not just a Warriors thing. I mean, it became a Warriors thing. Because Steph just started shutting people down in that quarter started ending games in the third on a regular basis back in those days so yeah the big third quarter became a a hallmark of the Warriors but the big third quarter has been a hallmark of almost every dynastic championship team I mean I remember growing up the Bulls always knocked people out in the third quarter it's really what great teams do you come out of halftime Maybe you've made adjustments. Maybe you're just the better team, and you go out and make it uninteresting. 888-957-9570 if you want to jump in. And we did find the the Steve Kerr-Jordan Poole discussion on the sideline. So let's take a listen to what I was talking about. I really want to explore the offense a little bit more, especially with this kind of pace, because we're gonna we can get a better one. But understand, I want you shooting every open shot. I want you being aggressive. Yeah, understand. This is not me telling you don't shoot, but we're getting some good looks by running our offense. So let's not get the looks that come with twenty seconds left on the shot clock from six feet behind the three point line. 415 texter, when you talk about the trade for D'Angelo for Wiggins plus Kaminga, what do you have to ask yourself? Is it really Durant for Wiggins and Kaminga? Now, is that still... So, I'm not sure what the texter is trying to say, to be totally honest. But I guess the point is, you really traded Durant for Wiggins and Kaminga, and is that still good? Yeah, because Durant was gone. So, really, you traded nothing for Wiggins and Kaminga. If you want to do it that way. Like, it's not like you had Kevin Durant. You didn't have Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was gone. And then because it worked out well for both organizations, you maneuvered the manner in which he left to turn it into assets. You're not actually comparing the talent of Kevin Durant to Wiggins and Kaminga. I mean, obviously, if they could have kept Durant, they would have. So that's not... That doesn't really work. Another 415 texter wants to know how I read text and talk at the same time. You know what they call that? Talent. That's ability. 
I, I'm like a, a young Jonathan Kaminga. It's just... Liar! Okay. I'm a decent reader, though. My reading comprehension is solid. That's how I pull it off. 888-957-9570 is our phone number. Give us a ring. What excited you the most tonight? Because I think there were a lot of exciting things. Already some good texts on the subject. We'll get those to a, get to those in a bit. Easy for me to say. But first, Akil in Dublin. Welcome to the program. What what made you happy watching the Warriors beat up on the Nets tonight? Yo, man, not the win, but just seeing this team go back to its roots. I mean, so many other teams, they flip-flop so much. They try to be a – they just change identity too much. You got the Warriors staying consistent and making their adjustments and doing what they do best, hustling, passing, shooting, and just being who they are. I mean, that's – I'm just happy this vintage Warriors just – I don't want to say they're as good as a 73 and 9 team yet, but. Uh, but they you know, play the same way, right? Right, Akil? I mean, that's the thing. They play the same way as those teams, and it, it gives you good feelings. I think we lost Akil. But yeah. No, we can't say they're that good. I mean, they, they won't even have a chance to be that good until. Clay Thompson gets back, and we don't know what that's going to look like. There's still a thousand questions here. Nothing is done. Nothing is is solved or finished or or accomplished for this team. You know, other than a, a good start through 14 games. But when you watch them and they look like strength in numbers and the 73 win team, and they play the game in the style of those teams and the the happy vibes the just the have you noticed Steve Kerr just seems like a happier person again like there's just there are so many things that tie this spiritually to those two seasons the the first championship and the 73 wins there is a spiritual connection between this team and those teams that's exciting it's very exciting 888-957-9570. What made you the most excited about tonight's game? Which I would argue there's a lot of good options. A very exciting game in general. And by the way, calls or texts. Same number. 888-957-9570. 510. It's frustrating to hear all the talk about other teams' injuries when we don't have Clay or Wiseman. Yeah, and that's another thing, right? I mean, this 12-2 basketball team is nowhere near... Being healthy. Nowhere near. Two significant rotation pieces are unavailable. And they're still this good. 2-4-0. Rave about Curry and Kaminga all you want, but GP2 and Wiggins are the stars of the games. I mean, look, Curry had 37, but I can't totally argue with you. Gary Payton was a plus 14 in 16 minutes. Six points, five boards, two assists, and a steal. And boy, does he get his hand on a lot of basketballs defensively, even when he doesn't get the steals. He makes an impact. We talked about this already. Gary Payton, I saw someone say on Twitter today something to the effect of, he's got to be the most exciting player ever to average six points a game. And yeah, he's super exciting, and he's super impactful. And look, Wiggins... Going off in the second quarter was key to the Warriors closing the first half with a lead. So if those are the two things that you got most excited about and those are the guys that you feel like are the players of the game, I can't argue with you. 
I can't argue with you. That's that's totally valid. Six five zero. JP's going to be fine. You might find something wrong with his hustle on the court, but remember, he's wearing an NBA jersey for a reason. So why nitpick? I, what are you talking about? I'm not nitpicking. I'm just saying I'd love Jordan Poole, but part of the Jordan Poole experience is bad plays. He's young. It, I'm not trying to crush him. I'm just saying that's part of it. That that happens too. I'm not trying to nitpick, but we analyze the team. And I don't think Steve's nitpicking either, but but in a closer game, those sorts of things matter. You know, and, and as good as Jordan Poole has been, as positive as he's been for this team, it's not ideal when he runs down the court and shoots the ball five seconds into the shot clock from six feet behind the three-point line. And I only brought that up to make the point that, you know, you live with those mistakes because Jordan Poole is super helpful. Jordan Poole has been hugely impactful in a positive way for this team. You live with those mistakes. It's, it's not something you don't live with. I'm just impressed that Jonathan Kaminga at 19 already seems to make fewer of those mistakes than Jordan Poole. That's, that's the only reason I even brought that up. Let's go back out to the phone lines. 888-957-9570, our number. Chris in Sacramento. What what got you going tonight? What was the most exciting thing you saw on the basketball floor? Chris, we're, uh, we're going to have to uh, check that phone line there. It was a little windy, it sounded like. Maybe put the car windows up. I don't know. Should, should we go back? Chris, Chris, let's, uh, should we try them again? All right, Chris. No, I'm right here. I'm right here. Can you hear me? You sound great now. I don't know if there was a car window down, but we were getting a lot of interference, and now you're you're loud and clear, sir. Excellent. Listen, the thing that excited me the most about this game is that this is still a young team. You pointed this out earlier. This is a team that still has a lot of work to do, and yet look what they did tonight. So that's what I'm so excited about. You know, obviously Steph, Clay, Draymond, I mean, those are fantastic Hall of Famers, you know, I really believe. But the fact that we've got young players learning, as you said before, the system, learning what it means to play here, and that, that Kerr is, is, uh, is teaching these people. I don't know. That's what I got so excited about this evening. Yeah. It's exciting to see it. And, you know, Gary Payton II isn't that young, but he's a relatively young player. Andrew Wiggins is a relatively young player. Jordan Poole, obviously, is very young. And Kaminga's the youngest. And and why, we haven't even seen Wiseman yet. But in addition to seeing how all these guys could make up the complementary pieces of a really good potential title team over the next few seasons, I mean, you can kind of see the long-term vision, too, can't you? Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga... We'll see if Wiggins is still here, but Wiseman, Moody. These are pieces that kind of have their own fit together. You know, and and look, it's very early. We don't know that any of them will be good enough to make the core of a team, but the plan makes sense. You can see what they have in mind, and I like it. I like it a lot, as Adam Sandler once said. Let's go to Rob in Oakland. You want to jump in? Our phone number is 888-957-9570. A little insight into my broken down brain. I nearly just gave you my personal phone number, which also starts with eight. Uh, Rob in Oakland, 
welcome to the show. Sorry, I'm not giving you my personal phone number, but but tell us what got you excited tonight. Hey, Colsey. Uh, first of all, I want to say I miss you on my drive home with D. Bruce, um, but uh, you're, you deserve your own show. Thanks. Uh, what got me excited was I had a sneaking suspicion that they were prepping Kaminga to play some defense against Durant. And what ended up happening is Draymond took that on and he showed you that he is, if not the candidate, he is the man for uh, defensive player of the year. I know it's a small sample size, but his leadership on that court and his maturity now, like we saw what he used to be, but his maturity now and his marshalling on the floor is top-notch, and I hope he gets uh, some accolades plus a championship with this team. Yeah, this is the number one defensive team in the league. And other than Draymond Green, there's Andrew Wiggins, who nobody nobody wanted to play defense for them a year and a half ago and uh, has been crushed consistently for his efforts on that end of the floor up until the last year. Steph Curry, undersized, overmatched. Jordan Poole, pretty bad NBA defender. Kevon Looney's good, but, you know, he plays 15 minutes a night and he's wildly overmatched athletically. Bielitsa, not much of a defender. Porter Jr., fine, solid, even pretty good on defense, but, again, not playing a ton and certainly not elite. Damian Lee, not an elite defender. You like what he does, but a little small, not super great. Obviously, Peyton's elite. And Kaminga's looked pretty good, but he's 19 years old and has barely played. What I'm getting at is, Draymond Green is almost entirely personally responsible for this team being number one. That doesn't mean Steph isn't giving good effort. He's been great on defense this year. It doesn't mean Wiggins isn't important. Obviously, I was talking about old stereotypes. He's been a really good defender the last year and a half, and I think everybody acknowledges that. I'm just making the point that this is not a roster filled with elite defenders. It's a roster with Draymond Green and a bunch of other dudes, some of whom sometimes play defense. Draymond Green is absolutely the defensive player of the year through 15, 14 games, whatever that means. I don't don't know if that means much, but... That's the level he's playing at. And by the way, 11 points, 8 assists to go with it tonight in just 29 minutes. 5 of 6 from the field for Draymond. He's great. He is great. 888-957-9570. What got you most excited watching tonight's game? Let's go to Chris in San Ramon. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on, Kolsky? Hope you guys can hear me okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a couple of things that got me excited tonight. Obviously, the individual play of Steph Curry, and, you know, he was he was ready for this game. We, every, You know, him and Durant are cool, but we we know he wanted to show it to him tonight. So, you know, I love that. I love that Draymond and Kaminga were able to, you know, guard um, at times. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant one-on-one, you know, um, amazingly. But yeah. the one thing that I kind of wanted to comment on is that this team, you know, this team may not go 73-9, and nine, um, you know, and this team may not be as good as the teams with Kevin Durant because we don't have a guy like Kevin Durant playing 35 minutes a night. But let me, let me just read you a couple of names here. Uh, 
that I that I remember from our old roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go to 2016. What? Ian Clark. Yep. Quinn Cook. Mm-hmm. Maurice Spates. Festus well, Azili. You calmed down I mean, about no Maurice Spates, guys, and they were great. Yeah, they were great for us at the time. But if you're you, you can't look at our roster right now. We're literally one through fifteen. No, you're right. It's like, better. We're gonna have you're to right. find Chris. Look, I don't want you on the air uh, disparaging Mo Spates. I can't have that. At the same time, you're absolutely right. I and I and I try to make this point to people over the summer with the Porter and Bielitsa signings that just like don't assume just because they're veteran minimums that they can't be helpful pieces. When Mo Spates and Leandro Barbosa became Warriors, they were basically on the scrap heap. Nobody really was interested in either of those players. And they were two critical pieces to strengthen numbers. Critical. And Bielitsa and Porter both have the opportunity to be critical to whatever this team does. And yet, I would argue this team without Clay Thompson is similar depth-wise to some of those championship teams. It really, when you see the impact that the end of bench guys like Peyton or JTA or Damian Lee can have, given the opportunity, this is as deep as an NBA team can be. It really is. Going to have to take a break in a second, but quickly, let's get to Michael in Berkeley. What what impressed you the most? What got you the most excited in tonight's win over the Nets? Well, uh, thanks for taking the call. I only saw the second half, and the Warriors must have shot the lights out in the second quarter. <laughs> I was well, the first half. I don't know. Uh, so I was very happy to see that they poured it on the Nets. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're really legitimate now. Uh, despite the other night, uh, the last ball game. Uh, the, the only thing I'm being critical of, and, and other people have said it better than I will, but rebounding number one, I saw three or four times a net get a ball off an offensive shot with three or four Warriors around him, and he got the rebound very close to the basket. What's this all about? Two, I saw a Warrior get a rebound, but he caught it flat-footed. He didn't even go up in the air for it. Uh, something's a little strange. Well, Mike, uh, listen, all I can tell you is actually rebounding has been great. Um, and even tonight when I, I I think I can actually picture a couple of the plays that you're talking about there, and I understand your frustration on individual plays, like they out-rebounded the Nets 53-38 to 38 tonight. They out-rebounded the Nets by 15. And look, the Nets didn't have... They're big guys, really. Um, I mean, I guess Aldridge is one of them, but he only played nine minutes. So this was a small version of the Nets. Uh, And out-rebounding them is not that wild of an achievement. But generally speaking, for an undersized undersized team, this Warrior squad has rebounded the hell out of the ball. So I actually think they deserve some credit for that. I don't know if tonight was their best effort, but uh, certainly had no problem controlling the boards against the Nets. And I think a lot of that offensive rebounding was once the game was already out of hand. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Those of you on hold, stick with us. Bobby in Oakland, you're first up after the break. Don't hang up. It would be a real waste. Anyone else want to jump in line? 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors with a 117-99 win over the Nets that was, frankly, not 
even close to as close as that final score. It was a total blowout in the second half. Warriors controlled it entirely. Steph Curry leading the way with 37. Warrior TV post-game and pre-game show host Bonte Hill set to join me in 15 minutes or so. But your calls in the meantime, 888-957-9570 is our number. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Andre up the floor, takes it to the far side, pulls up for three over Durant. Got it at the horn! Andre Iguodala! And a tremendous quarter for Golden State ends with a 22-point lead. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. We are back on Warrior Wrap-Up. I am Matt Kolsky, uh, much to the chagrin of at least one of our texters. By the way, the uh, the guy who called in to disparage Mo Spates texted and said, I didn't let him finish. Uh, my bad. I legitimately thought you had made your whole point. But also, no, we do not. We do not slander the name of Mo Spates on this program. Look, I, you know, it's only been less than a month of of Kolsky at night. Um, So you'll learn. But no, Mo Mo Spates and Leandro Barbosa, for that matter, are untouchables on this show. We're going to be championship. We do not slander Mo or Leo. (laughs) I also told you before the break, Bonte Hill uh, would join us. And that was that was planned. But boy, the way you folks are calling in, I think I'm going to bump Bonte for you. Like like Matt Damon at the end of a Jimmy Kimmel show. 888-957-9570, the phone number. Bobby in Oakland, I promised you'd be up first after the break, and I like to deliver on my promises. So let's go to you right now. Bobby, what, what got you excited tonight watching the Warriors take apart the Nets? You know what got me excited, Kolsky? Great show, by the way. Thanks. Um, just to see how... Our bench brought the energy, and especially uh, Gary Payton and Kaminga. I was really interested to see how they will respond. This is a big game. Mm-hmm. The whole nation's watching, right? 
to see how they responded with the same type of energy that we were accustomed to. And they did they done quite well. And the other one's a little petty. <laughs> the look <laughs> on Kevin Durant's face on the sideline was like, I don't know if it was like, I should have left or were overwhelmed. He just had this look, <laughs> and I got some sort of pleasure out of it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Those are those are the two things I excited about. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. There were two things with Durant tonight. Uh, one, it's making the rounds quite nicely on the internet. Was at, when Steph hit that shot to go up one hundred four eighty. We've played the highlight a couple of times. Uh, he just, I mean, they had Lamarcus Aldridge on him. Uh, and pro tip: don't do that. So he cooked Lamarcus Aldridge for a three, made the score one hundred four to eighty. And right afterwards, they cut to a very sad-looking Kevin Durant on the bench. Nice work by ESPN producers to really drive that moment home. He had a very, very sad look, and James Harden was sitting two seats away looking equally frustrated. That was a good... Yeah, it was a good moment. It was a good moment for the Warriors and their fans. The other thing tonight... And look, people who've heard me on the station probably are aware. I like Durant. I don't have any problem with the way he left. I, I didn't have a, any problem with the way he showed up. I don't have any criticisms of the way he handles himself, largely. I, I'm I'm pretty much on board. I just think he's one of the greatest basketball players I've ever seen, and I love to watch him, and I'm not mad at him. But. <laughs> but. You'd have to be an idiot or just like someone with no sense of humor not to at least a little bit appreciate the fact that this man went 3,000 miles across the country to get away from Steph Curry MVP chants, and they're happening in his building. I Damn mean, it. that's... I don't, know, I don't know what you call that. I don't know if it's poetic justice or what, but... Ah, oh, I do wish. I do wish we could really know how Kevin Durant feels right now about his decision to go to Brooklyn. Because we won't. We're never really going to know. We're never really going to know. But, man, he might be totally happy. He might. I don't know. I don't know Kevin Durant. The, the, The dude might be loving life, but... God, I I mean, I don't know what he was looking for, but I don't know if he found it because the guy he traded out Steph for isn't there and his team is not as good as Steph's. I mean, I again, I don't know what he wanted. If all he wanted was to set up his business in New York and, and live on the other coast, then he's got it. But as the texter says, the Warriors went out there tonight and they beat him up playing the exact way that attracted him to come to the Warriors to begin with. And there is, there is like a beautiful poetic symmetry to that. 888-957-9570. If you want to jump in Filmo Mike, what is up my friend? How are you doing tonight? Hey, what's up Kowski? Um, great show. You doing, you killing it, bro. Uh, thank you. My overall thing is Steph gone Steph. He going, man, and just a side note, when you watching the game, and I'm a real Warrior fan, but you know, 
for whatever reason, the Warriors have always had like a a weird, almost like an Oakland Raider fan base where it's like you're going to see a Warrior fan in the building, right? Yeah. So to see and hear the oohs and the ahs yeah. when whoever made a shot, and New York is a very knowledgeable crowd, so they know what was going on. And I think at the end they wanted Steph to go for 40. Yep. Um, to shoot it, to go for 40. So they know what was going on. I just love that, man, because, you know, the critics can say what they want, but the people know Steph Curry and the Warriors are a draw. So they had an overall team effort. I love how Steph was the leader. You could tell Steph and Draymond was focused, fully engaged. Um also, Wicked's aggressiveness. I yes. don't know if he took uh, if he's taken a pill since four or five <laughs> games ago, but you can see like when he's aggressive and just going to the hole, you, nobody can really guard him. I mean, he's only stopping himself. And the last point, Kaminga's confidence, man. Like he yep. has a very, um, I'm trying to think of the word, not like a overconfident, but like a very subdued. I'm confident in what I'm trying to give to the team. And whatever Kerr told me or Mike Brown told me, I'm confident in what I'm trying to do. And I thought that was very huge, and I I just love that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at earlier, Filmo, when I was talking about just – and again, I wasn't trying to criticize Jordan Poole, but like still in year three – it's a bit of a roller coaster ride. He's he is super confident. Sometimes he's overconfident, and then other times you worry, did it slip down a little bit when he goes over seven from three point range? Kaminga at nineteen seems very self assured and seems very much in command of the things he's being asked to do, which are not star things. They're not even Jordan Poole level things. It's defend, it's rebound, it's be physical. You know, I mean, it's it's basic stuff. But he does look very self-assured and very comfortable out there. He does not look like a guy who's worried he won't belong. He does not have that thing that James Wiseman sometimes had where, you know, something goes a little wrong for him and the head is hanging. He just looks like he believes he belongs. It is extremely exciting. Let's go to Michael in San Rafael. What what was the most exciting part of tonight for you, Michael? Man, um, thank you for having me. Um, The most exciting thing was obviously bouncing back after a tough loss. Both of the games we've lost this year, we easily could have won. Yep. Um, And just to, I mean, once we get a defensive stop, as a, as a fan who watches every second of every game, man, you can feel when Steph's pulling up from 30, 35. I mean, when are we going to start to talk about, you know, the level of play, the level of conditioning that guy has? Um, when are we going to start to talk about he is the best player, the best player? I believe in it, but he is the best player that's ever touched the basketball, in my opinion. Wow. Like, the, the way he – we can't play, we, we can't play uh, the style of basketball without Steph Curry. We can't. That's 100% true. The last part, I, you know, I, I, I would have to, like, write it down <laughs> to tell you exactly where I have Steph Curry all time. Um, it's definitely not number one. He's the gamot. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that Guru? That's Rob Parker. Oh, okay. That, shame on me, racist. Uh, <laughs> but but what what does that mean? Gamot? Do it, what? Rob was just doing his thing at Fox Sports, talking about Tom Brady. I thought it applied here. <laughs> He's the Gamot. I don't know what that means, but okay. 
look, I don't have Steph Curry as the greatest player of all time. He's obviously the greatest shooter of all time. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I have my head of a lot of guys. I got him ahead of a lot of guys. Like, if we if we started doing this, if we actually started writing it down and figuring out where Steph Curry is on my all-time NBA players list, I guarantee you we'd have some very angry fans of other great superstars in the audience, starting with Kobe Bryant. But I don't want to do that right now. Now's not the time for that. But to the, the original point the caller made, the, the conditioning, it's true. I don't I don't know that I would say we don't ever talk about it. I do think it gets talked about, but for instance, it's something I think got talked about more with Reggie Miller. The way he runs around the floor. Oh my god, how many miles does Reggie Miller run every single night? They even talked about it with Rip Hamilton, that fraudulent bum. Steph Curry is in constant motion. He's usually among if not the league leaders in minutes, certainly the high-minute guys in the league. And he never stops running. He sets screens almost inevitably against guys who are much larger than him. He is grabbed and held and pushed and knocked down. And you never see him look tired. And you very rarely see a diminishment of his skills and abilities. It's not the most impressive thing about him because he's a very impressive man, but the conditioning that Steph Curry possesses is wild and probably among the top five in league history. Let's go to Miles in San Francisco. 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh in on the Warriors. About 10, 15 minutes left in our Warrior Post before we branch out for the evening. What is up, Miles? Hey, Kolsky. Uh, great show, man. Always listening to you. I think tonight we have to start thinking about when Clay and Wiseman come back, there are not going to be enough minutes to go around for how deep the bench is. I mean, it's a problem of riches. Yeah. You know, you've got basically Otto Porter and D. Lee as our wings as to where – uh, I think Juan Toscano Anderson last couple nights has fallen out of the rotation a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So Juan's going to be, I, I love Juan. Uh, I think everybody knows how much I love Juan. He's going to be out of the rotation. And when Clay gets back, uh, D Lee is going to be out of that rotation as well. And Porter's minutes are going to drop and Moody is going to have more trouble finding time. And GP two is going to have more trouble finding time. Remember, Jordan Poole's going to be the leader of the bench unit when that happens. And I guarantee you they're still going to try to find minutes for Kaminga. So, you know, that's even less for guys like Juan Toscano and even for Bielitsa and Porter. And I guess what I would say to you is, like the caller said, it's, it's you know, it's a problem. It's a good problem to have. It's an embarrassment of riches, so to speak. But also, I, things don't go perfectly. So at some point, maybe Andrew Wiggins misses 10 games. And that's when Porter and Lee start playing more. And then, you know, Jordan Poole goes down for a bit. And all of a sudden, Gary Payton's playing 25 minutes a game and Moses Moody's getting in there. And, and you know, look, I, I think what Warrior fans have to remember is that's okay for guys like JTA and D. Lee to be your 14th, 13th guy. To only really use them on... Nights where there's a blowout or nights where someone else is getting a night off or whatever it is. That's what really good teams can do. 
it's going to be a nine or ten man rotation by the end of the season. And if they're fully healthy, guys who are giving you good minutes right now will not really be in that rotation, and that's okay. Because that's where, you know, if you're a really great team, that's what Juan Toscano Anderson and Damian Lee are. They're insurance. They're insurance. And if you need them, you're glad you've got guys that are that good in those spots. And if you don't need them, it's because your team is better without them. And that's no shade to those guys. That's just the role they occupy in the NBA. Let's go to Brian in Texas. I got to imagine we're all feeling pretty good about the Warriors right now. What's got you particularly excited, Brian? It's your turn, Brian. Fire when ready. We're giving up on Brian. I could hear the phone. Like, he was there. I don't know if that was breathing. Let's shake that off and go to Larry in San Francisco. 888 is the number if you want to jump in. Just a few minutes of Warrior post game left to go. Larry, what'd you enjoy tonight? Coast, the greatest thing that happened to me, man, it's good to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a while. The greatest thing that happened, man, is I'm out here doing Uber, making some money, and uh, I'm listening to Steph Curry and 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 Kevin Durant and James Harden. You know, no matter what anybody says, I mean, I love Kevin. I mean, I I, I love. Uh, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank of it. Kevin Durant. I love Kevin Durant too, but I love to see him lose to the Warriors, dude. I mean, that was that was <laughs> poetic justice, man. Because in the end, bro, in the end. He was his last year with us was kind of dirty, you know. I mean, we gave you two championships, and you kind of like, uh, you know, you, you treated us bad, man. You know, and that's okay. Go ahead and walk away, you know, because the fact is, we had a really, really bad year last year, and this year, man, man, what is going on? I mean, I, I really, I told this cat in my car before the season started, you know, and he was all excited talking about Clay and talking about this, and I'm mean, not Clay, but uh. Steph, and this, I'm like, dude, we're going to be lucky to win 30 games. I mean, after what I saw last year, I'm thinking, this team is not going to be any good. And now I'm like, oh, my God, man, what's going on? I can't believe this. They're proving you wrong, Larry. They're proving you wrong. You have little faith, Larry. How dare you? Thanks for the call. Yeah, I, I mean, look, you're not the only one. Lots of people were down on this team. I will point out I had them at 13-2 and two in the first 15 games. I, I believe there are people who will remember me saying that. So I'm feeling good heading into a game against Cleveland without Evan Mobley. <laughs> but bad for the viewers, good for the Warriors. The absence of Evan Mobley, who has been clearly the best rookie so far this season. I'm just wondering what people were most excited, most impressed by tonight. 510 Texter says it's just the overall game. Media skeptics said the Warriors' record was from weak opponents, but they beat a top team on the road going away tonight. Yeah. Will the skeptics conclude they're for real? I hope so. (laughs) At a certain point, if you're not willing to accept that they're a real contender, you're just not paying attention, so you can ignore those people. That's the good thing. Also, Sterling, uh, I don't know if you're reading the text line, but apparently Rob Parker was calling somebody the greatest mirage of all time, so you've chosen a very bad soundbite. A very bad soundbite. Oh, no. Uh, he definitely called Kevin Durant the gra- uh, the greatest sensitive of all time. So <laughs> so that's his thing. Oh, yeah. Just greatest blank of all time is a, is a Rob Parker thing. I used to work with Rob at Fox Sports, and it's definitely his thing. Okay. All right. Uh, now I understand. 
I, I think I get it now. <laughs> 415 texts are pointing out all that depth. It helps with load management as well. Good way to avoid in- injuries. Yes. Yes. This is a team that's going to need some load management. I, you know, hopefully Steph not too much, but a game off for Steph or Draymond here and there wouldn't hurt. And I think games off for guys like Andre, for guys like Otto Porter, they're going to be necessary over the course of the year to keep those guys feeling good. I think we can agree the Warriors are good enough to be a factor in the playoffs. And once you know that, I mean, kind of the biggest goal is to get to the playoffs healthy. So more depth equals more ability to rest guys equals good news. Let's go to Brian. Wait a second. Is this the same Brian? We got Brian in Texas back. And I'm glad because if you make the effort to call all the way from Texas, you deserve some airtime. Brian, how are you feeling about the Warriors? I feel great. I'm so excited because for weeks I have heard that the Warriors played some soft teams. And yes, the schedule has been soft. But with this win, with this win tonight, I think this proves that we can beat anybody. And we have a shot at the championship. If everybody can stay healthy. Yeah. I don't see why not. And again, I've been saying that since the offseason. <laughs> and it's it's based on two things. It's based on, A, this version of the Warriors, which is more or less what I expected to see. You know, a good Jordan Poole, an effective Andrew Wiggins, Steph is Steph, Draymond is Draymond, and, and that's pretty much enough. I mean, nice fits elsewhere, maybe even a little surprised by how nice some of the fits are. But generally, I thought the Warriors would kind of be like this, which is why I thought they'd be really good. The other part of it, though, which is also playing out, is I just, I never bought into the teams that people looked at as the powers. Well, the Warriors couldn't compete for a title because what? Because the Lakers were so unstoppable? I never believed that. Because the Jazz, they just win so much. Nonsense. Because the Suns, last year's finals losers, they're unbeatable. I just, I didn't see anybody. Now, don't get me wrong. Those teams are all good. The Warriors are far from guaranteed champions or guaranteed Western Conference champions or anything like that. But I never understood the people who looked at this Western Conference and said, there's just too many good teams for the Warriors to be in it. That never made sense to me, and I think that's being borne out as the season starts. Let's go to M Squared in Dublin as we head towards the end of Warrior post game. How you feeling after a big win over Brooklyn? Oh man, I'm stoked, Matt. What a great game! And you know, it's not that it's not that I root against Kevin Durant because I like Durant, and I think I can speak from all Warriors fans that you know. We don't hate Kevin Durant. He did a lot of great things for us. It's almost kind of like he's Brad Pitt and we're Jennifer Aniston. We still love him, but it's like, why'd you go pick Angelina? Kyrie is Angelina all the way. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're not so, we're not mad. We just don't totally understand the decision, and we want our movies to outsell yours. <laughs> yeah, we don't get it. We don't get it. But a couple other quick comments. What I'm really stoked about tonight, not so much that New Jersey you know, got hammered, but – I love how um, how Kerr's bringing Kaminga along, and I, I have to like hold myself back from getting too excited and thinking about him in a closing lineup or him, you know, at the end of the season. But man, 
the way Kurt, Kurt obviously learned a lot from what he did wrong with Wiseman last year, and he's got a great blueprint going with Kaminga tonight, and Kaminga is taken to it like a fish to water. Um, and, and then, you know, a couple other comments. Wiggins tonight, what a great game. I mean, I love Wiggins. I think he gets a lot of bad rap from his time in Minnesota. But tonight, he should have had six or seven more points. Uh, those offensive fouls that they're calling, you know, especially lazy Harden just laying down. When it, it was Wiggins a was uh, yeah, it was a tough one both ways for the refs tonight. Actually, I thought it was it was just a poorly refereed game, and the Warriors have had a few of those. Um, but that was part of it. But you're right, Wiggins. Look, Wiggins only played 22 minutes tonight, and he was pretty invisible in the first quarter. But what he did in the second quarter was critical to this game. This game could have played out totally differently if Andrew Wiggins didn't effectively close the quarter on a run of his own in the second to put the Warriors ahead at halftime. It was huge. Huge tonight. Last call of Warrior wrap-up is Mark in San Lorenzo. So listen, Mark, there's a lot of pressure on you. You're going to be our final caller of the Warrior wrap-up show. We got Jennifer Lee Chan coming on to talk some Niners in just a little bit. So don't screw this up, Mark. Did I put too much pressure on Mark? Mark, go how, ahead. How you doing? What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. So we were just having our softball game today, and we were listening to the Warriors. So, you know, we, we were all huddled around the phone. Nice. Uh, and we were just we just loved the Warriors and uh, just how everything kind of came out, going up against Kevin Durant. You know, it was, it was just one of those nights where Curry just proving, you know, what we all know out here. You know what I mean? So it, it was just all a great – we got slapped. But uh, FAS Daily, you know, we on it, so it was crazy. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. That's that's what good sports teams do, right? You get a bunch of dudes at the softball game crowded around a cell phone trying to listen to a game on the radio. There is something beautiful about that, and this was a great game for the Warriors. I mean, it really was. And it speaks to the overall consistent brilliance of Steph Curry, how many people did not choose him as the most exciting thing about the game tonight when he went for 37 in 29 minutes on 19 shots. I mean, honestly, if you want an explanation of who Steph Curry is, that is probably as good of one as you can get. His stat line tonight, 37 points on 19 shots. Seven rebounds. Yeah, seven rebounds, five assists, two steals, and a block. Only turned it over twice. And no one's that impressed because <laughs> that's just who he is. Ah, oh, 37 in 29 minutes. Ah, whatever. No big deal. I really liked what Gary Payton the second did in his 16 minutes tonight. <laughs> I'll just say again, appreciate this man while you have him because he is absolutely one of a kind. You'll never have another one like it. You will never have another one like Steph Curry. And that will do it for Warrior Wrap-Up. What a win. 117.99 could have been a much bigger point differential, but uh, some garbage time down the stretch let the Nets get closer. And the Warriors are 12-2 and on the season, headed for Cleveland, where they take on a now-injured Cavs team on Thursday. So uh, hopefully stretching this new win streak to two in that game. And, of course, I'll be with you for postgame on that as well. But for now, we transition out of postgame for Warriors and into Kolsky and company. Jennifer Lee Chan joining us next 
for a little reaction to another big Bay Area win. The Niners' Monday night football win over the Rams. We get into it next with Jennifer Lee Chan. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 